hello there. Thank you for joining us again on The Basic and The Brain. For those of you who may have missed us the last few weeks, we're Alina and Maddie, aka The Basic and The Brain, and we're here to bring Botox and Bravo to the fucking table for your next dinner party. Yeah, I mean, think of it as us bringing basic bitch topics into the intellectual sphere. So grab yourself a glass of wine, or White Claw, or whatever hard seltzer, alcoholic drink of preference, (laughs) and join us for this week's episode. It's another week. Reporting live from hell on earth. Hello, everyone. (laughs) The world is a wild, wild place these days. It's freezing in LA. I'm so confused. Um, My body doesn't know what's happening. Yeah. I uh, was down there last week, as our listeners know. And, um, you know, thankfully you guys have like a really powerful heater in there. Uh, but if I was out there in the cold, I probably would have just like at some point in the middle of the night, just <laughs> walked into your bedroom and curled up next to you and Mark. <laughs> oh, hundred percent. fucking cold. Yeah. I actually like turned the heat on in here for like two hours before I came in. Um, oh, yeah. And as you know, it's been so long since we've recorded like in the comfort of our homes that I literally was like, how do I plug this microphone in? Why isn't it working? Um, Oh, the ring light. Uh, Which camera do I use? It was a very, very weird experience. Um, But I'm nice and toasty. The whole process counts. I mean, look, to our dear listeners, you know, the OGs and the new, the goal is to have our own podcasting studio and to do more of these sessions in person, of course. But you know what? For right now, we got to be scrappy. In this economy, come on, guys. This economy? (laughs) Um, All right. But that then leads me into our episode today. Um, And for our listeners, new and old, this is our basic bitch quickie segment or what we call our BBQs, where we basically take on current top headlines, you know, trends, viral TikToks, because we all know I am the TikTok queen. Not that I post anything myself, but more so my the level of viewership on my end. Um, you know, this is it's kind of a segment where we give our rundown top of mind thoughts on important celeb gossip. Um, hopefully within five minutes or less. And, you know, dependent <laughs> on topic, maybe more. Who knows? Or less. Or more. <laughs> or, less, or more. Um, before we get into it, though, Alina, I think it's pertinent that we do like maybe a little tiny overview of last week's um, where there are some updates. Because the biggest thing for me was the um, Rihanna-Johnny Depp debacle um, that we touched base on. And context for our listeners you know, uh, Rihanna decided to essentially sign on Johnny Depp to Savage Fenty to essentially do sort of um, a model segment for her. And the piece came out this week. And I'll have to say, uh, don't know why there was such backlash because it was really kind of an awkward walk. I mean, don't get me wrong, Johnny Depp still looked fuego in it, but definitely <laughs> an awkward walk. Well, I don't think anybody knew that that's what it was going to be. Yeah. Right. Like, I think people thought maybe he was. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not sure people thought that he was going to be doing because it is a fashion show and I feel like it tends to be a pretty you walk down the runway kind of situation. Um, but I feel like that is kind of like that anger has kind of died down. I haven't really heard much about it. Um, although Aaron Carter has been dominating 
Um, I feel like the, the, the news cycle this week, but um, yes. yeah, no, I, I, I don't think it was like that big of a deal. I think he was, to your point, it was very awkward. It was just, she didn't have to pay Johnny Depp to do that is all I'm going to say. <laughs> I still think he looked amazing doing it, like very much his vibe. Um, however, yeah, it was just so strange the way that they ended it. Cause he literally walked from one tree to the next and then he got to that tree and he just kind of stood in front of it and then they cut it. And I was like, like if you guys were paying him to be involved, that's what I'm saying. I could have thought of some, like the creative director really, I think, uh, this was a missed opportunity from the creative director. That's all. I'm that's what I mean. That. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know why they needed Johnny Depp for that. Yeah. Unless maybe they really were just trying to get any kind of publicity at all. Or, you know, somebody else brought up a really good point around, um, you know, a, a lot of what's been said is that uh, Johnny Depp is a domestic violence survivor, uh, given what's kind of come out during the court case. And uh, people are saying like, oh, it's Rihanna standing up with another DV victim. So, so I was like, maybe okay, that's, a, that's a good narrative. Uh, but who knows? All I know is that like, there was like a little bit of fire about this and then it died down. Um, and I kind of like, I kind of had a feeling that this was going to happen, that like mm-hmm. there were going to be a few people who were upset about it, but then really it was going to die down. So here we are. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, and, and not impressed so, with the walk. But let's just say that. Again, I don't know how much they paid him, but I'm inclined to think yeah. that they could have paid somebody else a lot less money to do what he did. Oh. 100% homegirl. God. Okay. Anyway, so right. um, let's get into these week, w- this week's topics. Can I speak English today? <laughs> no. Wow. Okay. Um, okay. So I'm getting my handy dandy timer ready. Oh my God. I remembered my job? one job. What? Alina, I'm so Growth. proud of you. Growth. <laughs> um, okay. This is the character development we've been asking for, you guys. <laughs> it's only taken me. <laughs> 78 episodes and uh, two years. No, I'm joking. Um, okay. Well. Okay. So we ready? Timer's ready? Timer's ready. Five minutes. Should we okay. get into it? Let's get into it. So first headline go. this week. Sydney Sweeney calls out trolls tagging family in euphoria nude scenes. So context for our listeners, Sydney Sweeney, or as we all love to, as we all know her as and love to know her as Cassie from Euphoria. Uh, she's literally everywhere right now. And uh, she's kind of, you know, a breakout star from Euphoria, which is an HBO show. Uh, really makes you scared to have kids, honestly, if anything. Um, Sydney, you know, has what I believe to be one of the best bodies in Hollywood. Um, And I think her fame on the show, because there are, you know, some nude scenes that are involved in, um, in the production. uh, I think that she's gotten a lot of attention around her body. uh, And especially from the get go in her careers, you know, it is what it is. Uh, And unfortunately some fans slash trolls, I'm going to call them trolls because I wouldn't, I would think that if you're a fan, you wouldn't be up to this kind of behavior. Yeah. But uh, they've been taking screenshots of her nude scenes um, and tagging her family, like her cousins, um, in them. And she's pretty pissed about it. And she's basically been stating, you know, like you have a character that, this is a direct quote, by the way, from the article, you have a character that goes through the scrutiny of being a sexualized person at school and then an audience that does the same thing. So with that... Let's uh, let's get into our thoughts about this. Do, do you want to go first? 
Yeah. I mean, first of all, I just want to comment that I agree that she has one of the best bodies in Hollywood. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with not being natural, but girl is natural. And like, you don't Mm -hmm. have to be interested in women to not appreciate her boobs. Um, And she's just beautiful. Um, I think that obviously that's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, why would my family want to see that? And how does that get back at me? Like, you're just, like, it's out there, right? I know it's out there. I did it. I put it out there myself. Like, but what do you think you're gaining from sharing that with my family? Yeah. I think it's honestly harder to be a celebrity these days just because of um, what social media allows on their platforms and sort of the twisted minds of folks (laughs) and and how they can utilize social media. Yeah. Um, I also think, you know... I know that Sydney Sweeney in particular has had a little bit of a rough go at it via social media. There was, I think, another instance where she found out that people were tagging her on Twitter, calling her ugly, and she ended up going live and was crying and talking about, like, you know, people on social media should know how these words, like, make people feel. Mm -hmm. And um, I have to commend her for kind of trying to bring humanity into these roles, like, into... um, career, but into the celebrity world, because we've talked about this on the show before where celebrities, because they're on this platform or this hierarchy above us that we immediately assume that they're not humans or that they're some spectacle that we can pick and critique Mm -hmm. and criticize. Um, And I think she's bringing more of a, a human eye to the situation and trying to bring humanity into it of like, yo, like, I'm human. I also think, too, the other flip side of this is that there needs to be a level of resiliency if you're going to go into this career path. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. Not that I don't agree with that. I think it's fucked up how we all feel like, you know, we can just comment on things. But... Again, I, I kind of feel like, you know, she, and she's young, right? She's super young, but I feel like it shows a little bit. Like you can yeah. tell that she's maybe a little bit less mature than some other people who have been in the media that can kind of, you know, handle it. And she did say, I think in the article, she said that unfortunately she does have a tendency to like look at all of the comments and she reads it. Whereas like most celebrities will tell you, no, I don't because what am I going to gain from it's that? It's toxic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I do think though that like my initial idea of Sydney Sweeney is that she's very much like Cassie, which mm. I don't know. I, and, and that is just because it's the, I think that's the only like role I've ever seen her in. And obviously she's acting and I don't think she's really like that. I have no reason to think that she would actually be like Cassie, but I, I don't think that that I helps mean, as being like a breakout role. They've cast type her too. So she was in well, The White course. Lotus. I don't know if you've seen that show. No. Um, and she plays like an annoying teenager who does like drugs and is like, you know, wants to sleep around and does like petty shit to her best friend. And yeah, it's literally, she's being, she's literally just being typecast at this point. Yeah, exactly. But like, I feel like that again, like I can see her being like a somewhat immature teenager who again does is 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 actually really insecure right that's like i think the the crux of cassie is that she's super insecure and doesn't know herself and kind of relies on her beauty and her body and stuff like that to get through life yeah and i don't act like i i feel like i don't think that she's actually like that but like my initial reaction would be like oh yeah like that makes sense Mm -hmm. so i think that for that being like your breakout role 
And she did such a good job in it that I actually think that that's what she's like. Like, I think that that didn't help the situation. Whereas if she had come out as either super wholesome or, and not, not that she should, but if she had, or if she was like a math whiz, I don't know. Like, I just feel like if she had come out as a different type of character. I don't necessarily think so because you can come out as a certain type of character and still be, you know, like sexualized. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yes. Like we can go into like a deeper topic of like being women and like, you know, we come off as one thing. Like we all know I'm like a very nerdy, um, but I was still very much sexualized in high school. Like I had people spreading rumors about me of all people, me, Alina, me, this, this thing right here. Like, and mind you, I told you what I was like in high school. People were spreading rumors that I was like sleeping around with like the popular kids or whatever the fuck they were. Like, I just don't think, I feel like it doesn't matter just because of the way that she looks. She, that will always be a perception that will follow her. Sure. Society is just shitty. That's just how I view it. (laughs) Okay. Well, sad either way. And again, I still just don't understand what the point was of that. But okay. Alas, we must move on. So this is another kind of blast from the past. The next article Mm -hmm. that we're going to be covering is Alex. Oh, Alec, not Alex. Alec Baldwin (laughs) sues crew members on Rust Film for Helena Hutchins shooting death. So most of you probably remember, I think it was just about a year ago, Alec Baldwin, um, who was filming a Western film in New Mexico at the time, shot the director of photography, Helena Hutchins, dead. Alec has maintained his innocence since the incident and claims that he was not aware that the gun was loaded with live ammo. However, Mm -hmm. it's come out recently that the DA for Santa Fe has uh, stated that she may pursue criminal charges, not only against Alec, but some of the other crew members as well. And so Alec, in turn, has turned around and he sued the armor, so the head armor or the chief armor, the assistant director the prop master and the gun supplier, who he says are all to blame for the um, the gun, which was not cold, uh, meaning that there was there were live rounds um, in the guns being on set in the first place. There are a couple of things yeah. he said that um, again, it's technically the armor's job, right, um, yeah. to make sure that the the gun is safe and all that good stuff. That's a weird thing to say, but you know what I mean. Um, mm-hmm. And he's saying that like it was the I think the direct the assistant director's job to report that she was acting weird on set or offset. And then of course the prop master, you were also responsible for any props, including a gun. And then the gun supplier, yeah. um, who he's saying like, they should have never allowed live rounds on the Dead set. rounds on so, set. 100%. And we talked about this actually in our episode where there's like a chain of custody that happens mm-hmm. on set. Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially, I think right now there's this iffiness because typically it should be on the armor or chief of armory. And mind you, this girl's also very connected in Hollywood and her mm-hmm. father is a well-known chief of armory. And this was her second job after like graduating. So, yeah, so she's I also like want to put it out there green. that she's pretty, she's, you know, not tenured in the business by all means, like at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, not that I want to point blame, but I honestly think that I believe that it begins and ends with the chief of armory. So I, to be honest, she was in charge of these devices. Yeah. She was the one who said that it was a cold gun on set. Um, the assistant director, yes, was supposed to take a look at the gun to ensure that it was cold. But once again, 
protocol states that the chief of armory is pretty much solely responsible. The person who also brought the rounds on set should have ensured that there were no live rounds. But at the end of the day, I really do believe that in regards to the chain of custody, it's it's on the chief of armory. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I do agree. You know, at the end of the day, like you literally are paid for a reason. And that is to ensure that everyone is trained, safety protocols are followed, that, you know, it's like being a CFO, right? You can, Mm -hmm. you don't look line by line at every fucking number that the accountants or whoever it is are putting in front of you, but you're paid tens of millions of dollars in some cases or millions or whatever it is. You're paid a shit ton of money to sign the damn paper saying that you are signing off on this. You are responsible. Let's say that something's wrong and it causes whatever it is. Like they're not necessarily going to go after the little like lowly accountant that put the wrong number in. They're going to come after the CFO. So yeah, Yeah. I, 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 I know this is a little controversial. I do kind of agree that Alec, while he is so culpable to a degree because he was the one that pulled the trigger, I, I, I feel like it would be more of like a manslaughter, but not, you know, like it was not, he wasn't necessarily responsible for yeah. the circumstances, but he 100%. is obviously responsible for her death. So I hope that came out right. Yeah. I mean, he did pull the trigger for sure. But at the end of the day, as an actor, you're relying on everyone else to do mm-hmm. their job on set. And yeah. The assumption was is that chain of custody and safety protocols were followed, and so at the end of the day, I think this is just a really sad fucking tragedy. Oh, of and um, but on top of that, I wonder what Hollywood is now going to do, or the movie industry, film industry, TV industry is now going to do with um, live guns on set. Um, how that's now going to be managed? Because this should be a learning lesson for us all. Um, and I wonder if there like needs to be a number of sessions that are shadowed before you even get into this role. Because I honestly think that they hired someone way too junior for this. Way too junior. Especially yeah. when it comes to, you know, ammunition and guns and people's livelihoods. Yeah. Like, not Livelihood to say lives. that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not to say that like, you know, being young dictates that you won't be careful or good at your job, but I do think that there needs to be extra precaution here. Like I do think yeah. that her greenness in the industry definitely played a part in this. Yeah. I agree. But, and you knows? know, again, we could beat this like a dead horse or what is it? Beat it like beat, a dead beat horse. Beat the dead horse. Beat a dead horse. I don't know. Anyway, my brain is not working. It's been a really long fucking week, guys. Um, There was a day where I was up for 20 hours straight. Not good. Anyway, um, no, yeah, I think think at the end of the day, a lot of things were kind of skipped or they didn't necessarily do everything that they should have needed or needed to do for the movie. Because weren't there a bunch of other things that happened oh, or yeah. didn't happen mm-hmm. as well. So, you know, again, if you really want to hear about this, you can go back to our episode. I believe it was December of 2021. I don't know what episode number, but you can see it. There was a whole episode about it. But um, yeah. either way, it's, I mean, it's just tragic for the family of Helena. Um, but I am interested to see what ends up happening with yeah. this case. It's because kind of interesting that the DA is definitely wanting to prosecute you for mm-hmm. criminal activity. Like I find that fascinating. Yeah. I mean, we'll we'll see. Um, okay. So right. next one. Dun, 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 dun. Are we under time? Yeah, we are under time. 
Look at us. We're doing so good. We're, we're doing very well. Pat on the back to us. <laughs> okay. So next okay. one, uh, article title is Giselle Bunchen buys 11.5 million Miami home right across from Tom Brady. So as we all know from last week, uh, Tom and Brady have divorces finalized. Um, Prenup was in place, making the divorce an easy one, it seems like. Uh, Giselle and Tom seem to be keeping things super civil between them both. Uh, They've come out even in the media talking about how, you know, they want to co-parent effectively. Um, You know, it actually seems like a pretty healthy response, if you ask me. I think so. Um, It sounds like they're chilling. Yeah. And so uh, it looks like Giselle purchased the 6,600 square foot mansion, you know, right across from the bay from Tom. So, you know, so they could drop off their kids to each other by boat. It's literally right across this little like, like inlet situation. or it's, something, right? I don't know if the word's yeah. by, but inlet it's or so, yeah, whatever it is. Basically like oh there's some kind of like water canal thing and they can literally just have their little boat go across yeah. to each other's house. Just kind of crazy. <laughs> um his house is being built at the moment. Um so it's it hasn't been finalized. Um, but I guess the goal is, is that eventually once his house is built out there, that they would have their own respective properties to be able to co-parent effectively. Got it. So one thing I just want to start off by saying is obviously you've been to my house many times. My entire property is 6,700 square feet. The whole property. So, uh, yeah, never, I like, I mean, sometimes I'm like, oh wow, I really feel poor, but like, this is one of those things that I'm like, I really feel um, but I mean, no, I, I I think that's pretty cool. I think, you know, f- they seem to be doing a really, really good job of like prioritizing the kids and, you know, they're not talking shit about each other. Although I, I feel like Giselle is actually kind of a little bit more scorned than Tom because, you know, she's the one who had made a couple of little comments and digs and Remarks she liked, there, yeah. um, who was it? Was it Jay Shetty or... Who anyway, she she liked that comment or that post on Instagram that was like basically saying, don't invest in someone if they're not investing in you. And um, so I feel like, yeah, she's definitely the scorned one here. I did see an article today that Tom Brady has come out and said that he has no regrets about rejoining the NFL, even in spite of his (gasps) divorce. What a piece of shit. But I mean, he kind of has to say that. He has to say that. You like why does he have to say that? Oh my God. You don't need to publicly say that. Like so unnecessary. So unnecessary. Well, I I don't know. I didn't read the article, but I don't know if like he was asked the question. He was like, like, No, I have no regrets coming back. Move because now your kid. So it's one thing to like get back at your ex wife by saying something like that, right? It's another thing that your kids are going to fucking see that and they know that the reason why they're now part of a broken family is because you wanted to go and play fucking football, even though you have all the money in the fucking world. Oh, also, don't know if I told you about this. Um, did you know that they were like ambassadors for FTX, which is like a crypto brokerage that yes. has now gone under? Yes. Which is insane. But also I found it hilarious that they were a part of that. Wait, so were they ambassadors or is it true that they like tied up a lot of their money in it? Or was 650 it million? No, that's their total. That's their total. Um, no, it was 600. What, what article I read was 650 mil. No, I don't think that's true. That's literally all of their money. 
How much? We're going to look into this and report back to you all next week. <laughs> but regardless, it's it's just, again, I think it's kind of crazy how, again, she, she I think she is being quiet, but she's also like digging at him. And he yeah. is still maintaining this whole, no, I made the right decision, blah, 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 blah. So. Yeah, it's um, Tom Brady and Giselle Bündchen risk losing $650 million investment in FTX falling. I know, but I don't think that's collapse. true because it's literally their entire net worth. Okay, well, I will She's worth you know. $400 and he's worth two fifty. So yeah. I think that's probably where someone got that number from. Oh, probably. But. But I like. There's no way. If anything, they got paid to do it. But they probably like, took a stake, like put their payment into it. Oh, so they actually have an ownership stake of the yeah. exchange. Yeah. So that's <gasps> what I'm saying, right? Like, I feel like they probably like lost a lot of money. Yeah. But I don't I mean, think it's all their money, right? Like they, they probably put their their like pay or salary or whatever it is back into it. But I don't know. We'll, we'll okay. research, friends. We'll research. Well, I mean, it's kind of hard to research because I'm even looking at articles right now and it doesn't sound like anybody has an exact number. Uh, but the headlines are that they've invested quite a lot into it. Yeah. And yeah. what's kind of wild is that like he lost literally an astonishing 94% or about $14.6 billion just in the span of like a day. Um, and then as Sam Bankman-Fried who, you know, is the owner of, um, the, or the CEO of FTX. Um, but it's just kind of crazy because once again, I think also Steph Curry at some point was like an ambassador. I can't remember. Uh, but it's kind of crazy to see the celebrities like with crypto going down and all these other things happening. Um, You're not fucking immune, my friends. Drake lost no $2 million last night alone on the fight. So Oh, I saw that oh, too. Friends. Celebrities. We... Celebs, they're just like us. Um, Okay, (laughs) got to move on though. Keep it moving, keep it moving. Okay, so what do we have next? Okay, next one. Jennifer Aniston opens up about IVF journey for the first time. So for years, um, the uh, the tabloids have speculated, uh, you know, about why or the why behind Jennifer Aniston's lack of children, decision to be childless, whatever it is. Um, And for years, they were literally saying... You know, that's why Brad Pitt cheated on her and ultimately left her for Angelina Jolie. Um, and, and Jennifer also has... what they said about Justin Thoreau, too, that he left her, too, for that reason. Oh, I thought it was just Brad. Maybe it was Justin. But yeah, so Justin Thoreau, her second um, husband, they divorced, I believe, after two years of marriage. I can't remember. I have no recollection. Of um, was. And, and again, you know, it was once again, like, are they going to have kids? Are they going to have kids? They didn't then. Oh, it must be Jennifer focusing on her career. Um, she's actually, and, and I love Jennifer Aniston. And I feel like one of the things that I love about her is that like, she's always just kind of like dealt with what people were saying about her. And she's never like stooped to the level, if that yeah. makes sense, of like the mm-hmm. tabloids and the paparazzi and shit like that. And she's always just kind of like let it roll off her shoulders. Uh, so she's never publicly acknowledged or confirmed, denied whether or not she actually wants wanted kids. Um, however, she is on the cover of the final or the last ever print issue of Allure magazine, which, by the way, have you seen those photos? I am so mad. I literally sat there for maybe a good five minutes thinking to myself, like this woman is, she's 50 now, right? Correct? She's 53. <laughs> 53, yes. Um, don't rub it in further. This woman is 53. I'm 30 and I'm 
falling apart. Yeah. I was like, how in the world? Literally, I was thinking of Paul Imbro. All I could hear were his words of like, <laughs> you're not ugly, you're just broke. <laughs> But she has taken such good care of herself. Oh my God. But she is also a really, really, um, she's, she's a health nut. She is yeah. a health nut. She's come out and said that like there was no sugar allowed in her house. She didn't have like candy until she was like 21 or something like that. She eats really healthy. She's all about organic shit. She's been doing yoga for a hundred years. Anyway, she's amazing. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, so she is finally coming out and in that episode, she addressed the rumors, um, and shared that not only did she never not want children, but that she tried for years um, to have a child, actually. Um, she mm-hmm. said she did everything, including IVF, multiple times over a couple of years, and that it just didn't work out to her for her. Um, and so I think, you know, one of the lines that kind of stood out to me, and this is a, a quote from the article, is that, you know, she said, the narrative that I was just selfish, I just cared about my career, and God forbid a woman is successful and doesn't have a child. And the reason my husband left me, why we broke up and ended our marriage was because I wouldn't give him a kid. It was absolute lies. I don't have anything to hide at this point. And I'm going to start the clock. I just, besides the fact that she's just like amazing and she's like a fucking force, if you ask me, Mm -hmm. that just makes me so sad for her, especially because she's like kept quiet about it and hasn't, you know, she hasn't relied on the support of her fans to get her through any of that, which I think a lot of people would do as a natural like defense mechanism. I love her. And I just, I'm, I'm, I'm very sad for her that she had to go through that. Yeah. I mean, I had heard the tabloid rumors about the kids thing for quite some time. I remember growing up and um, I just never gave any credence to it. Because I was like, mm-hmm. if she wanted to talk about this, she would. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of heartbreaking because I know with the Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt thing, um, it exacerbates. So not only are you heartbroken that your marriage is ending because your husband cheated on you with like oh, another really gorgeous fucking woman, right? You're also having to deal with the fact that people are blaming you for the end of that yeah. marriage and saying it's because you can't produce, which I know as a woman, and I've heard some women who have fertility issues that um, there's a worth thing that gets questioned within that line of, of, of um, within that trajectory. Yeah. Because, you know, as a woman, we're taught that like, you know, part of our role is to reproduce, right? Biologically, uh, to find the person we love and start a family. Um, but nobody really talks about what happens to us psychologically with those like frameworks in mind that we've been raised with when mm-hmm. we struggle with that and we can't, right? So I can only imagine what level of emotional and psychological turmoil she must have been going through during that 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 difficult period in her life. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've always loved Je- Jennifer. I think we all have. She's like the girl next door. Like you want to be best friends with her. She seems very like down to earth. Um, She's funny as fuck. I, she is so, so funny. funny. And she has such range. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she can do the serious. She can do the dramatic. She can do the fucking hilarious. Um, one of my favorite roles that she's ever done was, um, I think it was Horrible Bosses, where she was like the <laughs> dentist. It was like molesting her <laughs> employee. Yeah. I was like... I was like, oh my God, girl, like this is way, way, like not within a range I thought you could achieve, but she, she did it and she's fucking hilarious. Yeah. I, um, you know, I, 
I think we're now at a point in history or in a point in time socially where these things can be discussed. Um, and there's a lot more acceptance. So like, yeah, I give her like, um, accolades for the fact that she's like come out and be honest about it because I think also a lot of women will be able to relate to her story because once again it's it's something that not many people talk about I can't tell you how many people I know who have like gone through IVF and like gone through that struggle and it's because there's still like a shame aspect there around it which I think is so bizarre yeah but once again I you know society and for the record I've done you know the retrieval part of IVF Mm -hmm. and that shit is really fucking hard. Like you feel like shit, you're fat, it hurts. You like, there's all this pressure on you. You're like, oh my God, what if I've been injecting myself for 14 fucking days straight and doing all these things and blah, 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 blah. And what if like it doesn't work or they're not good quality? And like, it's a lot of shit that like goes through your your mind. And like, I, you know, and again, I was very fortunate with the outcome of my, you know, our retrieval and and whatever. And I feel very grateful for that, but it was still hard. So I can't imagine the people who like Jennifer don't necessarily have that. Um, she did say though, I think, you know, this is maybe a good way to like end this topic is that she really wishes that someone had encouraged her to freeze her eggs. So, you know, mm-hmm. if somebody has the option, not everybody has that, right. It's not necessarily the most accessible, yeah, procedure in the world, but I am like a huge advocate for that as well. I think yeah. it's, you know, why the fuck not, right? Like, bitches, we're not having babies at, you know, 19, 20, 21, 22 anymore, right? Like, go again, Next. do what you need to do to kind of preserve it if you have it and it's accessible. And again, I know that it's not necessarily, but it was for her and she didn't do it. And um, I just think, I think she's amazing and I love her. But she also said she doesn't regret not being a mom. And I'm not going to lie. I think that's also why she looks so fucking good because she didn't have, have this dress. Oh my God. It's so to the- funny to like hear people who are child free um, talk about yeah. how they like don't regret it because I feel like when we're in this stage of our lives, we're like, well, we have a, we have a, basically a ticking clock, right? As mm-hmm. women, um, that, you know, we're always like faced with that pressure of like, but should I have kids? Should I not have kids? Yeah. Like, you know, there is this need to have it at least when you're younger so you have the energy to like deal with like screaming children running around blah 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 blah. um and then you have you know people who end up having kids and are like you know I wouldn't I don't regret it there are definitely you know lifestyle changes that you go through and there Mm -hmm. are people who end up not having kids and they're like I don't regret it either so yeah it feels like whatever path you end up taking in life like at the end of the road like you will be fine of course yeah I will say really quickly I know that we're way over time here but um, we'll we'll cut ourselves down for the final two um, stories. But today at the nail salon, the woman was like, oh, I thought that you were so much younger, blah, 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 because I told her I was 33. And I was like, oh, thank you. She goes, yeah, you have a baby face. I was like, oh, that's Botox. And she goes, do you have kids? I said, no, no, not not yet anyway. And she goes, she goes, oh, that's why you look so young. And I was just dying of laughter. <laughs> Think about it though. Like, you know, it's older exhaustion. people that don't have kids, they look fucking great. And they're like, they're they stress-free. Really they're no lines. They have all the money in the world to like, or, you know, all the money, whatever that they have to just spend on whatever the fuck they want. Hello. On Botox. Botox. Hello. Um... And that shit changes when you got to buy diapers. Okay. All right. I think that we need to cut the last two down, which is fine because I think they'll be pretty quick anyway. But pretty quick topics. Um, Okay. So next one is, drum roll please, 
That didn't go as well as I wanted it to. It did not, but it's okay. It's okay. Um, Chris Evans' new girlfriend confirmed, um, I believe it's Alva Batista. Um, And so context for our listeners, Chris Evans, Chris Jamal Evans, um, Mr. You know, Captain America, um, that's America's ass right there. I can just keep going if know, you want I'm me like, to. Oh, where are we going with this? <laughs> uh, he has now confirmed, uh, his girlfriend has been confirmed. Also, this year he's been labeled sexiest man alive. So, goddamn, that took them long enough. Uh, but also with this, you know, new title on his back, we just got a confirmation this week that he's been dating Portuguese actress Alba Batista for the last year. Uh, we've had some cute little photos of them holding hands in public. Um, I didn't really know who this girl was um, until I researched her. Apparently she did like a Netflix show called Nun or The Nun or something like that or Nun uh-huh. Warrior. I, so strange. Um, I really don't know how they met. There isn't much information about them yet. But um, I'm kind of happy for him because he apparently last year, earlier this year, was talking about how he was looking for love and he really wanted to focus on having a family. And and mind you, Chris Evans is like known as like a notorious playboy. Um, there's lots of like blinds, aka like anonymous dirt on him mm-hmm. about his like interest in a certain type of girls. He likes asses. Just going to come out straight okay. with that one. He was one of the ones that I thought that potentially I could pull if I ever like met him in my life, you know, because I was like, shit, I have no hope. Bruh. I was like, I got all the junk in the trunk and I'm pretty, come on, come on, Chris. Um, but yeah, I'm really happy for him. You know, he was, there was an interview that he did where he was really, really vulnerable. And he basically said that, you know, he's really focusing on, on trying to find the right person and he really wants to settle down. And he's at an age now where, you know, he wants, he wants a family. I can understand that. Um, also, I don't know if you know this about him, Alina, he is really big on adopting and he has oh, a I know that. beautiful dog. Okay, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> Come on. Um, but anyway, yeah, would love your thoughts on this. Um, so I never really understood the obsession with Chris Evans. Like he's a little too clean too much cut for me. Um, in general, you know, I have a type. I like like Mediterranean Italian. looking guys. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mediterranean yes. looking men. Um, so, you know, he's a little too fair for like my, yeah. my typical type. Although he looks fucking great in the people, the sex is been alive. Um, Oh Shoot, God. he 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 looks so good in those photos. Um, but yeah, Literally. no, I mean, I I've seen like the videos of him playing with puppies and doing all those things, and I'm like, oh, okay, you're like, I get it, right? You're you're like America's boyfriend, and isn't yeah. he the one that like reached out to Lizzo? Like he like slid into her DMs after she was like talking about him or something. Like no, so she slid into his DMs when people were making. Uh, I can't remember why this rumor came to be. So I guess she had made a joke, or somebody in the comments made a joke, and then she did a TikTok about it. Um, and he then, or she slid into his DMs and then he responded and she posted uh, it on TikTok. Um, and it was absolutely fucking hilarious. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I love him. I, he is a little pretty boy, but I also think it's really sweet when you see him with, in the puppy videos, there was like a buzz yes. puppy video thing. Yes. Oh, no, he's, especially when he was with the senior dogs too. He's like, thank you for letting, like feeling safe with me. And I was like, sir, I feel safe with you, daddy. Oh <laughs> You're fucking crazy. Um, but no, I, I mean, I'm, I'm happy for him. I think like, how the fuck do you keep that a secret for a year? Apparently they've been together Seriously. for a year. It's like, 
I, it, it's weird because he is like pretty high profile, but at the same time, mm-hmm. he's apparently not high profile. So, um, yeah, she's beautiful. She kind of looks like a more natural version of, I'm trying to think who, like I'm looking at photos of her. She looks like a cross between two actresses. I can't, like in some photos, she kind of looks like Isa Gonzalez. In some photos, she kind of looks like, um, there's a photo where she kind of looks like Ellen Page. But oh, anyway, yeah, I can she's, she's like, she's beautiful. She, she's like the most she's amazing beautiful. skin. She does look a little too baby faced for me though. A little bit, yeah. But yeah. maybe that's the type. Which okay, we're I always way get time, a little girl. concerned when a like, grown-ass man goes with a young... Uh, you know, like whatever. It fucking like happens. What are you going to do? As but long she's of age. So, as long as okay. Happy. Okay, next one, next one, next one. Next one. I mean... <laughs> and next. And finally, <laughs> Nick Cannon welcomes 11th child. But wait, there's more. <sighs> Baby number 12 on the way. And there's no context needed here. We're going to give ourselves two minutes because we ran over. Um, I have like one question and one question only. Like when I think about the timeline of him having babies and like how he talks about his baby mamas, I'm very curious as to what the situationship is between him and these women because he's literally having babies in like a waterfall effect and then we'll go back to the original baby mama and start with that one again to have like another baby and then it's a waterfall effect. So like, does he have a deal with all of these women? Is it like a polyamorous situation? Is it like, like, I'm just, I'm so confused. I, I don't get it because to your point, it's not like there's like 12 different baby mamas. It's, he has like three with one ex and then like two with another one. And then he has Mm -hmm. obviously two with Mariah Carey. And like, can you imagine what the fuck Mariah Carey is thinking? Um, I was about to say, I was like, girl, if I were Mariah, I'd been like, I can't believe I fucked this dude. (laughs) I, uh, but like they keep doing it. It must be uh, like, I don't know. I was going to say something really mean, but like, I also... At a certain point, is it for the child support? <laughs> it's got to be for the I, fucking child support, well, right? Here's the other question that I have to that because that doesn't sound really mean to me. I want to know, like, Nick, where are you getting this money to support 12 fucking kids? So apparently, Sir. well, he is the, first of all, who's married to Mariah fucking Carrie. That's number one. Well, and then is he number- getting spousal support from her? Like, I don't think so. No. No, but I mean, uh, he also, so he hosted, um, he was on all that. He hosted Wild and Out. He well, I still also think he's, I think Wild and Out is still singer. like a show. But it's is like he still exists? exists. Yeah, I think so. I still think he's like a producer or something on that show. Oh, okay. I forget about that. Um, yeah. But anyway, and then he does The Masked Singer, which by the way, the fact that someone greenlit that project and it's still fucking going, like I, I really I questioned like society. Um but, I love so, the first know, two seasons and then I was done after that. No. But okay. It's okay. Let's finish. We it. could one say more one more thing. So yeah. um yeah, so I, I saw an article that said that his bill, his child support bill in twenty twenty one or twenty twenty yeah, I think twenty twenty one was three million dollars. And he's had like five kids this year. But then he came out and said, No, I spend way more than that on my children. So I just, I really don't get it. Like how either. Okay. Also, I really just want to read like this bottom portion of the article because I just feel like I want people to understand how hot of a mess this situation is. Cause it's like, 
The news of the birth of Wild Now host 11th child came less than two weeks after it was revealed he was expecting his 12th child, with, which marks his second with model Alyssa Scott. The two shared son, Zen, who passed away from brain cancer, away. which was honestly really heartbreaking, um, at five months old in December. Meanwhile, in late September, Cannon welcomed his 10th child, a son named Rise, with ex-girlfriend Brittany Bell, with whom he also shares five-year-old son, Golden, and daughter, Powerful, who's almost two. Girl. And then, no, get this. She, Rise, was born just two weeks after the actor announced he became a father of nine in mid-September, welcoming a baby girl named Onyx with Lanisha Cole. He also Sweet. shares 11-year-old twins, Monroe and Moroccan, with ex-wife Mariah Carey. And then there's Legendary, who's Cannon's eighth child, with whom he shares with model Bree Ticey. I don't I mean, under. Stand. Did anybody catch any of that? Like, did any, like, I feel like you need to yeah. sit there and do like, you know, like in the, um, those like CSI forensic files, type things where you have someone doing their own fucking yeah. investigation. And yeah. Yeah. Little pins like the, with the red fucking the, string everywhere. The murder wall. Yeah. Um, that's exactly how I feel like you, what you need to do in order to keep track of who Nick Cannon has. I just who, don't understand. So he had three babies in September. I guess so. I, yeah, All I'm exactly. saying, girls, you're making us look bad. <laughs> I just wonder, like, what are they agreeing to? Like, I want to understand the technicalities of these of these situationships is what I'm going to call also, them. Also, like, we were just talking about fertility. I think it's a really interesting, like, juxtaposition. Oh, big word. Um, mm, look at you. I fancy feel fancy. like it's, like, literally some people just can barely get pregnant with one child. And yeah. this guy, uh, he's got some kind of super fucking sperm. Um, I think that... I saw a really, really funny meme earlier and I will repost it for all of you to see, but I'm not going to say what it is because I want to see if everyone catches on because it took me a little longer than it should have to pick up on it. Um, but anyway, on that note, Nick Cannon, uh, when is he going to announce the 13th? I don't know. Or you know, is he going to do Elon or like buddy, buddy? No, apparently. Jesus Christ. Yeah. They like tweeted, like they had a whole tweet conversation about how they need to populate the planet because we all know Elon Musk also has like 5,000 fucking children too. Jesus Christ. Yeah. All right. Anyway. On that note. On that note. It's been real. <laughs> it's we'll been real, y'all. On Thursday. On Wednesday. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Alina's struggling, you guys, but it's totally fine. We'll, we'll see y'all on Wednesday. There's no we'll change to scheduling, I promise. <laughs> Ciao. <laughs>So there you have it. Thank you so much for joining us again on The Basic in the Brain. Be sure to join us next week for our next spin on intellectualizing our basic bitch interests. Be sure to join us and don't forget to like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Tweet us at Basic and Brain and follow us at The Basic in the Brain on Instagram. Give us feedback. Tell us what you love, what you don't love. Tell us what topics you'd like for us to cover. And we'll talk to you all later. 